Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com, September 20, 2023. As we're live here, if you care to join the show, you can do it. Uh, if you're watching on OneRadioNetwork.com, or if you're now watching on Faceplant, say hi to Mark. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? Um, you can call 888-663-638. Oh, he's still in class at Harvard. Oh, all right. Come in when you're done with class. 888-663-6386. Email Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. And call the number and talk to Steve if you are a, a heliocentric guy and you think you're s- spinning around the sun. You have a guy here that says, well, you didn't th- I don't think you are. And you can call him and ask him a question. 888-663-6386. Steve Falconer is here. He's a friend we've never met. He lives over there in uh, Copenhagen, Denmark. And he is the keeper of Space Busters. He's a researcher, an author, filmmaker, and podcaster. And he generally tries to stay out of trouble, which is very hard for Steve Falconer. And we're going to have some fun. <laughs> Hi, Steve. How you doing? Patrick, great to be back, brother. You're my brother from another mother. It's excellent to be back. Let's uh, blow some people's minds oh, today. Oh, Steve, is this full of, he's full of old vinegar. I can see it already. Or sweet and honey. Okay, what <laughs> I'm is fired the, up, man. Let's, fi- let's, okay. let's, let's destroy some paradigms today, so shall let's we? Let's destroy the paradigms. So he was just telling me some stuff about Kennedy and JFK. We'll get to that. There's a lot of things we can get to. We're going to ask him if he thinks this new um, um, pandemic, pandemic 2.0, whatever they're going to call this thing, if it's kind of real or if it's going to take this time. But I want to get talking firstly about this thing we call an immovable flat earth. And we've done a lot of shows on this. You've studied this for a long time and you are very sure knowing you as I do, that we are not spinning around the sun. They were on some kind of a immovable plane. And you've said, you're not sure how big it is, but we're just not going anywhere. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. So I've been really thinking about this, Steve. And, and I, the other day, well, a couple of months ago, I said, well, where is, if the earth is flat, where is it? Where is it? Because if you say where something is, you have to say it is in relationship to something else, right? In other words, if you say New York, well, it's in the United States, United States is in blah, blah, blah. So where do you think it is, this Earth? Well, in order to have a where, you need GPS triangulation. In other words, if you know and can prove Los Angeles is where it is, which we pretty much can, I'm pretty sure any of us can go to Los Angeles and right. prove it's there. Right. And any of us can get in our car and drive to New York or fly to New York and measure how long it took at the speed we were taking or allegedly in an airplane, but in a car, you have a speedometer <laughs> and you can see. Right. And then you can drive to, let's say, Toronto or some triangulation point or somewhere in Mexico, Mexico City, you can very much say it's there you can say that you can say it's there because i got in my car i drove here at x miles an hour and took some gas breaks and i drove there and there it is right okay okay so triangulate that now you're trying to take a plane a ball if you believe in the ball earth and again this has nothing to do with flat earth or ball earth or anything like that right 
either model are fictional. If you believe in the ball or Earth space, what they tell you is fictional. They say the sun's 93 billion miles away, Jupiter's 83 million nautical miles away, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you can't go out there in your car and check it. No. They're just saying, take our word for it. There it is. And you're like, how did your telescope get in the car, drive there, do that? You can't do it. On a flat Earth model, you can't do it either, right? So either way, both models, the ball Earth or the flat Earth hmm. model, you're taking someone's word for something you can't personally check yourself by getting in your car, seeing how far you've driven, how long it took, and do this and that and the other, right? So let's say there's one star in the sky and nothing else, zero. Okay. Nothing. Mm -hmm. I don't mean black. I don't mean something. I don't mean space as a measurable plane or, you know, can you measure space from the end of space to the other end of space? I mean, there's no space. There's a light in the sky, right? Okay. The only way you can know how far the other light in the sky is from that light in the sky is to be from a third triangulation point in the sky to know how far you are from either of those lights in the sky to figure out how far they are from each other based on how far each of them are from you. Okay, I think, right? I'm, I think I'm with you. Okay, I haven't had any coffee, but I think I'm with you. Yeah, so, but if we only have one light, then we... We only have. Let me put it. Let me, okay. Let me put it. Let me put it more simple. Okay. Patrick, can you make a triangle out of two points? No. Why not? Oh yes. If I if I'm one point, then you have two points. Then I'm a triangle. How do you make a triangle out of two points? Because aren't I one? Because I'm looking at the two points. Yeah, but you need three points for a triangle. Right. Okay. Okay, I'm with you. You cannot make a triangle if there are two points, and you certainly can't make one if there's one. You need a third point of what they call GPS triangulation because to make a triangle and figure out what degree angles those other two points are at, you need to be sitting at a third point to figure out the angles from you to point one and you to point two to figure out are you a perfect triangle. Are you an obtuse triangle? <laughs> you see, you so it, you need three points to triangulate anything. So all they're talking about in space, they don't have the other points. They're just sitting at one point claiming that's 60 trillion miles away. That's 93 trillion miles away. That's mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Well, do you do you have a guy sitting on the sun? To verify he is 93 trillion miles, million miles away, right? Do you have a guy sitting on Jupiter, Venus, uh, some other star, uh, you know, the dog star miles away? You cannot prove triangulation because you aren't, you don't have any verification points. In a scientific experiment, you have to validate is it right? Steve says I'm here and Patrick's sitting on the sun and Steve says Patrick's 93 million miles away. Yeah. And Steve says he knows that because two points can't validate how far Patrick is without a third point to validate. So we need a guy sitting on Jupiter, Mars, Pluto to say, yep, Patrick and my data came in and we're the same length away. That's correct because we both triangulated it on Earth where Steve's sitting See, 
they're just talking bullshit, and that's why their distances <laughs> to the sun, to the planets keep. Changing. Don't beat around the bush, there, Steve. So, so aren't they claiming that Earth is one point, and then the sun is another point? Don't they? Is that how they get their two points? They yeah. How do you know that? You don't have a guy sitting on the sun. Therefore, you don't know how far I am from Jupiter, and you don't know how far the sun is from Jupiter right. or I me. I get that. Yeah. Because you need three guys sitting on all three places to corroborate through scientific method and validation each other's coordinates. Gotcha. No, I, and I, I, you know I, I, you're I, not, because when you look at the clouds, if the sun were 93 million miles away, the rays, by the time they hit the Earth, would be coming straight down because it would be so far away, it wouldn't be triangulated because when you look at the sun coming through the clouds, and any person on Earth can do this, the sun's rays come down on a triangle through the clouds, which means with geometry, because you're on the Earth and see where those clouds reach the Earth, you can triangulate that triangle and figure out where it is. And it isn't 93 million miles away or else those sun rays would come directly down. Of course. This is child shit. You learn this in second grade art class. Okay. You learn this in second grade. Yeah, I get you. I, I hear you what you're saying. The sun thing just makes some... So, but let's go back then to... We know that... Well, it might not be solid. It might just be... And we'll talk about it. It might just be another reality that looks solid but isn't really, which is possible, right? Which we can talk about. But we know that there's a thing that we call Earth and we can just go. But where is it? I mean, where is it in relation to... So I keep getting the idea, Steve, that it just is. It just is. It's a state of consciousness. And we are just a projection of our little minds, right? So... We aren't anywhere. It's possible because it's possible. you can't answer that question. It's no. you cannot. It's it's a non-falsifiable question because until you can triangulate where it is right. by having a guy sitting on the sun or sitting in the Pleiades, you're just speculating because you can't say where you are if you have no other validation points to prove that. All right. It's just like. I could say, well, Patrick, you're not in Texas, you're in Spain. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, prove it. And I'm like, well, I can fucking prove it because I know where I'm at in Copenhagen. I know where Spain is and I know where you are in Texas. Therefore, I can triangulate it and I can prove you're in Texas. Because if I call Spain right now and ask the guy, what time is it? He'll say it's one hour behind me. And if I call you and say, what time is it? You'll say you're seven hours behind me. So I can prove that. I, got you. I cannot say where the Earth is if it even is aware, because how would you prove that? Hmm. You would need two other way distant reference points to prove it, and they don't exist. They, don't they just don't exist. Those yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I went there. So what you're saying could be true, but also what you're saying could not be true. See, you could say, well, there sure. is no anywhere. Earth is just an infinite plane, and it's not anywhere because we... Well, no, the actual truth of the matter is Earth could be somewhere, and Earth could not be somewhere. Right? At the same time. The truth of the matter is you don't know, I don't know, they don't know, there's no <laughs> way to know scientifically, mentally, on a left-brain plane. Now, people like yourself 
who astral travel at night and leave your body mm -hmm. and can go somewhere, mm -hmm. you have another thing that is an in-scientific triangulation. There's nowhere in the equation of scientific triangulation that says, well, if you astral travel from a known point A to a non-known point B, you now have another triangulation point because most people can't astral travel <laughs> to that point. So they have to take your word for it. But I mean, if, I, if, if I'm on the astral plane in my astral body, which I've done, and you can go in the mental plane, the causal plane, and the etheric yeah. plane, you can do it. Where and is that? If where you, is yeah, that? well, that's oh, what I'm about to say. If you would say to somebody, well, where is this? And they would say, it just is. It's just a plane of existence that just is. And it's not anywhere. Right. You, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, right. th so like this when is. When you astral travel, do you have your GPS no, box no, no, set no, to no. tell you where to go? No. <laughs> you don't know where so you here, are. So here's what you I've been thinking. You are. Here's what I've been musing about, Steve Falconer, man about town. Call us if you'd like to join the conversation. 888-663-6386. So the story goes, and you probably know it much better than I, somewhere four or five hundred years ago, these people, I'm just going to paraphrase, I, don't, I might not get it right, the Freemason dudes and whatever they were, they wanted to convince us that we are not, that we are on a spinning ball because we were getting too full of ourselves and we were starting to think that we are spiritual beings and we can do what we want and all that stuff, right? So what if these guys were so in tune to the idea that if people figure out that this just is and they are creating everything that they create, Right, which is real spiritual power, real power, we will put them on a ball and we'll put them on a place where they're spinning around and this wildly around the sun. And and maybe this was what they were up to. And it wasn't about the flat or heliocentric. It was about that we do create a reality. Maybe these guys knew that. They had to know it. They're magicians. Well, it's more dark than that because they understand <laughs> that mind, right. they know that what we call ego or mind, they had Freud try to tell you this, right? Right. They, they tell you like, your mind, uh, don't listen to your mind. They'll even tell you, which I do believe in meditating, but they'll say your mind is your ego chit-chatting, your left brain mind. They leave out the part that there's another part of mind that isn't the thing talking to you all day. So the thing that's making you worry all day, talking in your one ear, your left ear actually, but I right. think I'm on camera, so <laughs> this, does that look like left? I'm on camera. There's the mind that's chit-chatting to you like, what am I going to do tomorrow? I don't want to meet her and I've got to right. pay my bills. And oh my God, right? There's this one thing that's making you worry all day. There's this other mind that starts telling you truths you're looking for where you didn't even research it. You're like, I you know. wonder if this does that and that. And this thing tells you, yes. Yeah. There's this other mind that is making you so worried about shit that you don't listen to the real right brain mind. I think it looks backwards. That's all right. Yeah, That's all right. See, it does look backwards. So your real right, I'm going to have to do this backwards. My left is your right. I got you. Real God mind down feeds information that you call intuition or a hunch. Or higher you self. A lot of words for it. Right. A lot of words for it. God. You knew this already without even researching it, but when you started looking for it, you knew where to look because you already knew it was true before you even looked for the answer. Then you have this other left brain mind, which I'm pointing to my right, but is your that's left right. on camera, that is the shit they're bombarding you with that's making you doubt and question yourself and worry. 
and this and that and the other that's not you that is they're coming from the same place but they're coming from two different frequencies in the realm just like a dog can hear a whistle that you can't hear but you can see red and maybe a dog can they say dogs are colorblind right so your mind is coming from this lower frequency that doesn't hear the dog whistle the dog's mind is coming from this higher frequency that hears the whistle that knows a tree branch is about to fall on your head that knows a grizzly bear is coming out of the woods before you do and that's why your dog's already in the woods and what they've been trying to do is get you to focus on the low frequency bullshit all the time so that you never meditate the religions tell you don't meditate you're gonna that's the demons are coming into your head and this and that they don't want you to be attuned to the higher frequencies because they know that once you know that your intuition and gut feeling and feelings can bring you instant what you would call synchronicity which is not at all there's no such thing as synchronicity it doesn't exist synchronicity is how it all works because it's all connected, it's all connected. so when you're when you're attuned to to what they call synchronicity well synchronization implies there's a timeline from start to finish and the beginning of the timeline is synced to the end of the timeline it's not like that you're in a circle the only way you can really synchronize anything synchronize meaning set this to that to that is because you're in a circle and there is no doubt that the, the synchronization point one and synchronization point two are perfect because they're in a circle not a line yeah it's just a hologram there's no time it's just now and it's all just magically synced up this is the god stuff this is you know and i on the mind thing i like to use the term it's the same thing i know what you're saying that i am soul and that's that god mind that's who i am and the chatter i'm separate from that and you go to deep meditation and they sound alike you know they you know what i mean that's why people are so confused because it's just a state of consciousness it'll go what's for breakfast i, I want to talk to god what's for you know what are you going to do tomorrow you can't do that and god loves me or whatever and it's all the same and no wonder people are confused right it, i i understand you know i understand why it's hard to get out of that but it's our job here steve if we don't we're just <laughs> well because you know as you you astral travel there the, the new age people tell you there's only now you're only in the now and if I tell you, Patrick, tell me when now is on the count of three. Ready? On three, I'm no. going to tell you to tell me when <laughs> no, now. No. One, two, three. No. No. Nope. No. It's gone. <laughs> that was a second. See, it's gone already. There isn't even a now. Because when I told you to tell me when now is, by the time I understood it, it's gone. So there's now, no, 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 no. See, there is no now. There is no. There's a circle because now is, there is no now. That's also new age bullshit. Now is the past, the future. It's a circle because even when you try to quantify in our reality, where is now, there isn't. Hmm. Because every millisecond in between a second, there's a trillion nows or uh, subdividables, see? And, and the new age movement, 
Goldman is saying, you have to live in the now. And you're like, how can I live in a thing that doesn't exist? Well, I was part of that. We were trying at the time. This is, was our best understanding, you know, in the 70s. Of course, we were yeah. smoking a lot of wacky tobacco. So we were we were liable to say anything, you know. But you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but how can, you live in, how can you live in the now if the now, it never, if you can't even... In our consciousness, pinpoint them now. Yeah, I, what we were how really. Can live, how can, it's what like we, me saying, "Live in yesterday." If yesterday is gone in a millisecond, how can you live in yesterday? Well, what Ram Das and remember his book, "Be Here Now," and uh, what he was talking about was the idea that most of us were spending time thinking about tomorrow or thinking about yesterday, rather than just being here in this now <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And what? Yeah, and being here and what? Because there is only what. You know what I'm saying? There is no yesterday and there is no tomorrow and there is no now. There is no none of it because oh, now no. is as big of a fiction as yesterday and tomorrow because now moves so fast that y your brain can't perceive now. See what I'm saying? Oh, I, 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 if I ask you to perceive now, you're not ever in the now. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it's no, part of the bullshit. So the new agers have now. And everyone else has the past or the future or whatever, because if you draw it on a circle, then there is no now, there is no past, there is no future. There just is. And you have nothing to do with it, because if I tell you right now, Patrick, stop the clock and freeze time on the count of three, freeze time, three, two, one, freeze time, right? There's no way you can do it. Well, that's because there's, there's no, no time. You can't freeze, freeze, freeze something. Time. You can't freeze something that is can't exist. It's like trying to freeze a germ because they don't exist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, none of this exists. Once you understand there's no past, no future, no now, you start to say, well, what is there? And the real answer is there is no now. There is no then, and there is no future. There's nothing. You're living in an illusory right. I get you. That I, your pea brain can't understand. Well said. So, so let's go. Is. Let's go back to the Earth thing. So, so of course, you know, we did a show with David Wise, and you love Dave. And uh, man, there are cabillions of. Dave, uh, he's just terrific. Uh, cabillions of uh, comments and people arguing about you know Earth and you know the flat and not flat. But I wonder. If, if we are creating everything that we see, would a heliocentric guy, how can they even do it? I mean, would they see a ball earth if that's what they really believe? Because is there, is there not any ultimate truth and the only ultimate truth is, is you and me? That's, well, you know what I'm getting at? Whatever I see is my truth and that's the only truth there is. I don't care what Steve's truth is. That's not my truth, right? So if I go out there and see, Maybe maybe globalists really see globes. I mean, maybe they do. Maybe they do. Yeah, it is. You're right. That's you know, called solipsism. What's it called? That's called. It's called solipsism. So explain that. Like uh, to to give you an example. Okay. If I spill your coffee right now on your desk right. and you have a film of it, right? Th there's irrefutable proof that that happened right we've filmed it okay. so we, anyone can go back and say yep the coffee spilled on his desk so for you to say i don't see it that the coffee spilled on his desk <laughs> you can say that you say in my reality the coffee didn't spill on patrick's desk right. but anyone who watched it and replayed <laughs> the video can see yes it did i watched it spill right so that's 
that's called <laughs> solipsism that's the belief that if i didn't see it and i don't believe it then it didn't happen solip but is that, that a p bullshit. in there solip solipsism solipsism okay. s-o-l-i-p-s-i-s-m right okay <laughs> so yeah you're right like to a guy sitting in india who's riding an elephant right now who didn't watch the podcast in his world your coffee didn't spill on your desk no. because he didn't see he it. didn't see it right. he can't prove it he didn't see the replay of it so in his reality or his perception of reality it didn't happen all right but anyone listening or watching to this show who saw it happen would say well in my reality it did. I saw it, and I can replay it back to you. I recorded it, right? I can show so you. now you get into the question of, well, whose reality is right? Right? Is his wrong or is yours right? Well, they're both right because both right. in his reality, he he didn't he would have no idea. Right. But in anyone who saw it happens reality, they would have an idea. Right. Now you've got those in the middle who could see it happen and go, well, it's just on video. And for all I know, Patrick put a CGI on there and made the CGI <laughs> spill the coffee, right? Yeah. So, you see what I mean? No, I hear so you. So you can even have one in the middle who said, even though I saw it happen, I still don't believe it because AI could have done that. And for all I know, there is no Patrick or Steve talking right now. Yeah. I'm watching some AI production, right? So this is the weird line written is you don't even have reality versus solipsism anymore. You've you've got this blurred line where we don't know what the fuck is going on, so, <laughs> which is great. So the question is, what is reality? And the answer is there isn't. It's your perception because everything here is mind, which is coming from an energy from the ether, precipitating through the ether, through elements, through real earth, fire, air, water, you know, gases, if you want to call them, yes, sir. into what we call reality. So you have mind precipitating into perceivable, physical, touchable, observable reality, but it all came from the ether, the mind. None of, if there, put it this way, if there was no sun, right? the sun gives the light now we have led lights and so we could we could argue this at night right <laughs> if there never was a sun never was before we invented light bulbs and all that you would see nothing you would <laughs> you wouldn't know any of this was here right the sun is worship because it's what you see it's what's giving life to all the plants that you smell it's what's giving life to all the life that makes the sounds you hear. It's what's giving life to the humans that make the songs you hear. It's what's any sense of the five senses you have that are picking up noises are coming because the sun put life into the planet for things to make noises. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. Take away the sun and tell me what makes noise or smells or tastes. Or you can touch nothing it all dies that's what these green people are all about they want to kill everything on the planet no, yeah. except the sun and that's why they'll never win because the sun grows everything on the planet so you can kill it all you can take all the co2 away and kill everything on the planet i guarantee you the sun and the earth precipitation and the water in the ocean 
and the gas in between, whether you kill us all with Bill Gates bullshit or not, and it kills everything, just wait two years and it will all grow back. There will be plants. I understand. Without so, so, so let's go back to, to the reality thing. So my experience is is that if I do not believe and think something exists, in my experience, it does not exist. It only in exists. In your experience. My experience, which is the only one that counts, because that's the only truth for there you. is for me. But that's all there is. Yeah. That's all there is, is my experience. For you. For me. For you. Yeah. And, now, and if, for and, a person living in Gaza. Well, you know, I understand. Being, that's their experience. Yeah, yeah. That's their experience. Right. So for them, that does exist. The Israelis sure. are fucking with sure, them. Sure, sure. No, I understand. No, I, yeah. But stay with now, me a minute. we're all programmed to think that we're all programmed to think that there is a one reality that exists for all of us. See? Well, it's not true it's because, not true. as you just said, for you, they're not being persecuted in Gaza if you didn't know it. But for a person in Gaza, for you to turn around and say, that's not happening to you, they would say, oh, no, you would never say me. that. You know, you see it on the news and say, well, yeah, I know they are, but uh, yeah, I, I, I get you. But, yeah. but, it, but it really is, it gets us down to the point of, you know, when, when, you know, when we used to talk about Steve in the 70s, we create our own reality during that new age time when we were all... Ram Dassing around in California, you know. Um, it was true, and it is true to this day, is that we do create every moment in our life, every moment, by what we think and believe to be true. So we could, uh, you know, you could even take it as far as, does New York exist? And if you, if you didn't think it did and you don't go there, and it doesn't exist until you go there and you say, right. oh, yeah, well, there's New York. Oh, yeah, oh, I see that. Right. Right. So how do you, we, how do we, how, if, yeah, but if, wait a minute, hold on a second. God, if a person in God no, is I, sitting I at yeah. Yeah. 1505 whatever street and say, I don't choose to believe that Israeli bombs are going to blow up this apartment. And two minutes later, an Israeli bomb blows up the apartment and they blow up. Well, I don't care if they chose to believe it or not. It fucking does exist. Yeah, but, they blew up. Now they're gone out of the belief matrix because they blew up. You see what I'm saying? So what what we're stuck in is this paradigm that we're all being told that there is no individualism, that your belief should be the same as my belief. It should be the same as a 15-year-old kid in a Gaza apartment building that's about to get hit by a missile. <laughs> and that is reality, and that's not. Well, it's individual, and what they're trying to do is take away individualism because your individualism is your perspective to your reality right. and they want to hijack your reality by telling you that it's not valid i i agree and that's their whole thing that's yeah. their whole thing with these with these injections and this and lockdowns and WWEF is to get Patrick and Steve and our guests into believing that this is their their reality, but it's just not. So, so Steve... It's a and, reality to other people, to other people. to you. So then what Patrick and Steve's job would be in our listeners is what? We cannot change somebody else's reality. We cannot change what's going on in Gaza. We cannot change what's going on at the World Economic Forum. We have no, we can't. But we can we can take action and talk about things that we think are matter, like you have done with the germs, and hopefully, then if people want to, free will will come and say, "Well, that's interesting. Is it possible? There's no 
There's no Vs? Is that possible? So, I mean, that's all we can do, right, Steve? Right. That's all we can do. You, can, you can't change all of it. And I've, I've been watching some of your recent shows. You said, is it possible to accept everything that's happening without judging it? Right. You, you, I saw one of your shows. You said, is it possible to accept everything without judging it? Yeah. And even not saying it's bad or good or whatever, just accept that it is. Yes. Is it possible? And it is possible, but that doesn't mean that you say, well, I just accept Israel's blowing the shit out of fucking Gaza, so I shouldn't do anything about it. It means that you accept they are and that it's going on and that you acknowledge it. Now, if you're in a position to do something about it, if you know somebody who can know somebody who knows somebody can do something about it, it is absolutely your position to do something, to tell somebody if somebody can do something. And yes, you can change that because I've made movies and got emails from people saying, me and my wife and kids were going to take the injection and we saw your movie and we didn't. Exactly. Which but that's, that's a free will thing, though. That's a free will. <laughs> right. That's a free will thing. You have the free will to get involved and talk about it and find people and change if you want. But you don't have to. You, so know, you don't have to. They had the free will to listen to what I had to exactly. say, think about it and research it. They did it. Right. My free will to tell them about it had nothing to do with whether they did or not. Because a lot of people have seen my movies who did go out and take the jab, my ex-wife included, took yeah. all the boosters, right? She saw my movies and did it anyway. That had nothing to do with me. So if you think your actions are changing the holography, you're wrong. Your actions are changing the 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 wavelength of the holography for those who want to resonate with it and their actions are changing it. You didn't, I get a lot of people saying you saved my life and I keep writing them back. Anything, no, I, didn't. I didn't do anything. You saved your life. I keep telling them, I thank you, but I didn't save your life. You did because you saw what I told you. You looked into it. You made the decision not to do it. So did I do, did I come and hold you and your wife and kids down? and lock the door from the government from injecting you <laughs> no <laughs> i didn't do anything yeah and, and that's another play on to what these controllers or would be steve falconer they want you to believe that you need somebody else to tell you what to do you need some expert to tell you whether or not you should eat meat or vegetables you need some <laughs> you need some expert to tell you whether or not the earth is immovable or spinning you need yeah you need us to tell you yeah because without us you don't know no different see like we're no different patrick than the all than the real media right because there's a lot of people listening to shows like this or watching my films or mm -hmm. da 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 listening mm -hmm. to all our guests and all that we make they're also looking to you and me to tell them is this right i know you I see know. what i'm saying no i know so, well how are we different from uh the mainstream media well we're not we're see, different because we can say we can't tell you and that's what i tell people you are your only expert with food you know, I eat this stuff, but try it. See if it works, you know. That's all you can do, right? Because, but it's yeah. kind of a human thing to want somebody to tell you what's right. I mean, you know, we've all been through that our lifetime, but it's it's not, yeah. yeah. But the difference is, you know, so we know the government's giving you false information on purpose. We know that. Like, oh, come on, wait a minute. Are we really? Oh, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked. You know, and we know that you and I are trying to give you do what, what we, we think are true information however 
you know this yourself because you have tons of different guests on with different opinions, right? How many of your guests have conflicting opinions with the previous guests? Like all of them. them. All of them do. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So you're not ever saying this is it, right? See, you're not like the mainstream media. If they were you, they'd be like, well, listen to this guest because that suits my sponsor's agenda and fuck this guest. (laughs) But uh, you're trying to say, I don't know. Here's a bunch of information. Make up your mind. And so we're no different than the mainstream media. If you're listening to us for a solution, you're in the same wrong fucking place that everyone else is in when they're listening to mainstream media. We don't know, but we do have an educated opinion that we know that doesn't work, right? See, so it's like you just said, it's on every person. You don't just listen to the radio and then go about your daily life and then think you're fixed. You listen to the radio, you hear some conflicting information, and then you stop watching Netflix and go about your daily life researching what these two weird people on the radio just told you, and then digging deeper and deeper into that, and then you make the decision. Steve, isn't that what this... You don't make your decision, you make the decision, and we just tell you where to go looking. Isn't that... I think this is really what this time is about. People have called it the Great Awakening or who knows what it is. But there's a lot going on. People are becoming to newer observations and becoming more aware of what is. I mean, you can see it. I get the emails. I I can see it. So that's what this is really about. So people can uh, choose for themselves and and figure out where they are and where they're going to go from here. You know, what else else are we going to do? And that's that's what the system has taken away. That's why they're all about... You want to call it communism, you want to call it uh, communitarianism, totalitarianism, Yeah. call it any ism you want, even, even democracy. Democracy doesn't let you make up your own mind because it says there's 100 people in your community and 52 of them said that we want right. you to do this and right. you don't want to. But the majority rules, it's the same shit. Stop letting anyone us them anyone tell you what to do you do what you want to do but be sure that what you do is because you researched it you didn't listen to what i said you said i think this guy's full of shit i'm gonna look into what he's saying then if you agree with me or disagree you at least have informed consent because you've informed yourself see informed consent this is another thing everyone gets wrong oh the government tricked us into taking shots because we had no informed consent what was in the vaccine you're like well who's supposed to inform you you think pfizer is going to inform you what's in their poisonous vaccine for profit you think moderna is going to inform you what's in there who's going to inform consent you have to inform yourself by looking and going, what is in what is it? the Pfizer yeah. stuff, yeah. Yeah. right? Uh, Pfizer can't give you informed consent because the only one who can inform you is you. So your informed consent comes from your information, informed information. What if Pfizer lies to you? What if Pfizer lied to you about what was in the shots? And that's informed consent because they said, well, we informed you. And you say, yeah, but the information where informed comes from was a lie. 
well, well, we gave you informed consent. What are you going to say? Like, yeah, but you gave me the wrong. (laughs) It's you who has to inform yourself. See, no one else is to blame. Not the Jesuits, the Illuminati, the Jews, like the Pfizer, whatever you want to blame, Donald Trump. They're not to blame. You are. Because you are responsible for informing yourself and your family. And I think the media creates these. They're going to lie to you. Of course they are. I think the media creates these villains because they want us to blame them and not take responsibility for it. So don't they? They just create these, these villains, whatever they are. They, they create more yeah, of them. to blame them. Yeah. Oh, well, it's Trump's right. fault. He's yeah. the father of the vaccine. He told me to take it. It was Klaus Schwab's fault or whatever. Why'd you listen to him, man? Like, why, why are you listening to Donald Trump? Because he's not with them. Everything he said was anti-establishment. Like, but everything he did was totally Jesuit establishment. So why did you listen to him instead of researching what he was saying? If Trump told you to jump off the Empire State Building, as my mom used to say when I was Would you do it? Yeah, would you do it? My mom mom used to tell me, you know, we'd get in trouble with a friend. And and I'd say, I'd lie to my mom. I'd say, well, my friend told me we had to go do this. You know, my mom would say, well, Steve, if your friend told you to jump off the Sears Tower, would you do it? Which is true. If Trump told you to jump off the Sears Tower or the Empire State Building or the World Trade Center, would you do it? <laughs> See, you, you can't blame it on your friend. Okay, I want to go back it's to you. I want to go back to something that, that I want to talk, ask you about. So I've been thinking, you know, I'm a screenwriter and I've written sw- three screenplays and I'm going to produce films. I would like to do the motherload of a, of a documentary, you know, theater ready, big time, really high end lot of money into it to prove that the earth is not moving so i was thinking what if i was kind of intrigued by a a film that dubay put out and he said if you if you just start flying in one direction right you start from here wherever it is and you just fly straight and dave wise said you could get to the equipment to figure out that you just go straight that you would have to and so wouldn't you have to end up in antarctica no matter what you, which way you went, Steve, could you do that as a as a documentary and get an airplane and just fly straight and see where you end up? What do you think? Only if you go south, because there is, there's no people have to get this through their mind. There's no such thing as south. Your compass, which is where we get the letter Q, right? The letter Q. You have a circle right. with a needle in it, right? And you get the ancient symbol with a circle with a line coming down the middle of it right now how how is it that they tell us before columbus nobody could ever sail across the atlantic ocean like it was impossible right well it's because in the daytime when there are no stars to follow at night how do you know where you're going because there's the sun but it's moving too so you you can't set your course due west or east because you, you you can't know so Donald Trump has Q clearance, Q and on, da-da-da. His uncle was the head of the Department of Energy, the Q. In the ancient Masonic orders of Ireland and Finland, they knew the Q was the compass. North is in on the flat earth plane. There is no such thing as south. South is the absence of north. The moss grows on a tree facing north. The compass tells you you're going east or west because it knows only it where north would, is, right? That's all it, 
Excuse me. Go ahead. Yeah, that's right. It only knows where north is. So the little thing goes to north. <laughs> right. <coughs> so, sorry, go ahead. Have a drink. He needs a yeah, needs I got some ahead. orange juice here. Hold on. So there's no such thing as south because south means an absence of north. The only thing we know for sure from ancient times and why the Freemasons and the original Irish and Finnish mariners were the head priests is because they knew magnetism and they knew they could magnetize iron to face north okay. in the Mount Meru. Well, That's it. That's it. Because if you take a spinning top, let's take a spinning top on a table, right? Mm -hmm. North is actually up. Now, we think we're on a record disc around my fist, right? So even the flat earthers think, well, north is in. Well, the South Pole is under north, which means even if you believe in a ball or a flat earth or whatever, there's no South Pole. It's down below. So even the flat earthers who think the North Pole is in the middle of the Arctic here, South Pole is down there. You can't have a pole shift. You can't have any of that. The outer ring means absence of north. So no matter where you are on a record plane going around, that's south if you're in Canada. That's south if you're in Europe. That's south if you're in, in, in Asia. See, south means an absence of north, which to our perception means out. But really, it's down. So How could it be down on a flat plane? How could it be down on an immovable flat thing? So let me let me back up a little bit. That, that that's the whole that's the question was. So no matter where you take off from, you get in a jet and you start flying straight. You have the instruments to say you're just going to go straight. You have to be going yeah. south, right? You got to be going south, really. No, you you wouldn't because well, the only reason your instruments know you're going west or east is because it knows north is. In. No, no, no. We're not. We're not doing instruments. We're just going to go straight. We don't care where we're going. We just want to make sure the aircraft goes straight. It doesn't turn. No, it's not east or west. How do you do that without a compass? Um, how do you do that? No, no. Once again, we're not. We don't care whether we're going east or west or north. We're just going to go straight. We're going to get in an airplane and we're going to take off mm -hmm. and go straight. We don't care which direction. We want to find out mm -hmm. where it ends. And if we're on a ball Earth, we're going to come right down to where we started. What I'm saying is. How do you know what straight is oh, unless I, you're comparing to where you're going? So, in other words... I talked to Dave uh, Weiss about that. He said there are instruments in an aircraft that you could use to only go straight and not have the aircraft veer anywhere, just straight. They can't because... <laughs> I don't know if you can see this. Okay, well, kind of. Let me see. Hold see on. Yeah, I, I see that. Uh, okay, I see a circle with a little circle. Right. Yeah, in between. Yeah. Here's the North Pole, right? Now, you think you're going straight this way. What you're saying is this. Why don't you just keep going straight, right? Well, then we're going to go to the Antarctica. Right, you're saying if you're here, why don't you just keep going straight or straight or, or straight, right? Right, right. Well, well the, the only, compass is the only way you know direction. So you might think you're going straight, but the only way you can check to know if you're off direction or not is to check the compass. But the compass will always point north. So you might be going this way and going, shit, we're not straight because now north isn't there, it's here. So you'll start turning. 
See? Why would you turn? Sure can't you can't you have the and aircraft say, oh, just shit, go straight? No, 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 wait. Stay stay because... with me a second here. If you just go straight, you got to be able to figure out a way how to keep the aircraft straight, couldn't you? There's got to be a way, can't you? You don't you don't have any you don't you would have to always end up in the Antarctic. That's why I'm that's that's what I'm saying you can no, do it. Because it works off a gyroscope. It's looking for a magnetic compass to tell you where straight you, you is. You gotta do it a different way. In other way. words, <laughs> if I told you right now to stand where you are and take your compass out, right? Hmm. If I told you right now, take out your compass and find north. And then I told you to go due east, straight, right. east, straight east, right? Not curved east, straight east, right? Well, the more east you got north would start to go lefter and lefter because you're actually going around a curve. Oh, I understand. So you would say, you would say, Steve, I am going straight. And I would say, how do you know that? And you'd say, because I have my compass. I know which way I started. It's 29 degrees east on this dial, right? And it's 17 hours later and I'm still 29 degrees east. Well, the problem is north is now curving left. So for you, you're going to correct yourself to say, I need to be going 29 yeah, degrees see, east. You're going to move because the north is moving. But see? I'm not going to use a compass to go straight. I'm going to use another means to just keep the aircraft straight. And I'm what, proposed, are you going to get 75 trillion rulers and, and lay them down know. in a row? That's why I'm talking to you. I don't know. But there's got to be a way to prove that some aircraft would land up in Antarctica, wouldn't it? There is, but what you're saying is the way to prove it would be to lay down 79 billion <laughs> straight fucking rulers and, and, and correct them and then make sure the plane could see them. But the plane doesn't have that instrument. The plane has a compass. Yeah, but you'd have so to do it a different way. you got to forget that compass. Forget the compass thing, because that's not going to work. I, I hear what you're saying. Well, that's how yeah. a plane works, Patrick. Yeah, well, we're going to get I a special plane. Saying. We're going to get a special plane. We're going to get some geek to figure out how to go straight. Also, what if what if this was? Is it true then on a stable Earth model that the North Pole is in the center? Is that true? Do we know that for sure? Or do we just believe it? What, which is it? North. It's on both models. It's in the middle. Okay, in the middle. So then, if you did take a compass and just go south, right? Just go south. Oh, that wouldn't prove anything because then, then they'd say, "Sure, you went south. You're going to no, go to Antarctica. Yeah, you go to South Pole. Okay, yeah. that doesn't matter." And, and if the, right, and if the South Pole turns out to be an ice ring like right. the flat Earth people say, right? Well, I don't care if you're in Greenland and go south. Just means away from the North Pole, right? The opposite direction. Well, if there's a giant ice ring around and you're up here in Greenland and you go south you'll hit an ice wall. Yes. If you're here in America and go south, you'll hit an ice wall. Right. If you're here in Brazil, you'll go, see, you will hit an ice patch. And how do you know that you're at a little South Pole and not a ring? Because uh, it's the compass. Yeah. It's the compass. But what if you tick, what if you, if you documented all those different flights, would that prove it? That the ice wall is all around you? That might prove it. You know what I'm saying? If you did it from, just like you said, if you did a, a straight line from all those different places and you still ended up in Antarctica, would not that prove that we're, the Antarctica was all around us? Well, my, my flatmate and I looked at the race around Antarctica. There's a sailing race with high-speed sailing yeah. boats, right? Yeah. And they said, oh, the compasses are messed up down here, so we can't <laughs> tell where we're going. So they just follow the coast, right? right? And we looked at the speed these boats travel at, which are fast. Right. 
you looked at how long it took them to get around this little continent that's smaller than Africa, and it took them 20 times longer to get around this continent. And you're like, how did that happen? Well, they erased around the ice ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Because they just think we're following, we're hugging the coast. So we were like, look at the speed these boats travel at. And look at the size of this continent. It's like it's, it's like Africa. You should be able to travel around it in like you know sure. twelve days. How long did but it take not them? them. <laughs> not them. It takes them forever because they're just their compass. It's a compass. Uh, based but if you thing. follow the ice wall, Steve, wouldn't you come around to the same spot if you just stayed with it? You have to, right? Say you were. Say you were. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You would. You'll think, yeah, you'll think you went around. You'll say, well, we kept Antarctica on our left. Right, right, right. So you'll think you went around Antarctica because it was always on your left. Mm -hmm. Or you say, we kept it on our right. And you'll go around thinking you kept it on your right. right. But you look, you say, well, how fucking fast is your boat supposed to be? Because it's a pretty goddamn fast racing craft. Why did it take you all that time to get around Africa? Because you'd be going around the whole earth, right? Yeah. You'd be yeah, going around, went around the whole thing when even an old fishing boat or a sailing boat could have went around that thing four <laughs> times faster. No, no. Go look at the races. Go look at the go look at the times of the race around Antarctica versus the the speed of the craft. And but they think because they're like, well, Ant, we we kept Antarctica on the left, right? And they're right. If North is here, all the way around Antarctica is on the left. Or they think we kept it on the right. Well, it was. But you say, then why did your boat that should have made it around five times faster <laughs> take all that, that time to get around? And it's because they went around a, a wall of ice thinking that they were going around Antarctica. So if you could wave a magic wand and come up with the technology, do you think that there would be a way to prove once and for all that we are not spinning around the sun. Yeah, it's called common sense. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's not going to work for all the globalists who are you know, trying to, well, you know what I'm saying. I'm just, it would just be great to have, you know, the mother load of... It's called common sense. You know that water always comes to a level. If you look at a waterfall, it will always come to its level. It doesn't mean there's not a difference in the level of the top of the waterfall and the lower. But there's always a level, a drop, a level, a drop, always to a level. You look at what the maps all say, they're based on sea level. So all topography maps of the world, even on the globe, say here's sea level, and here's everything else going up here. You put your clothes in the washing machine and you spin them around at 60 miles an hour, and the clothes don't come to the middle and stick from gravity. <laughs> they go to the outside of the thing. You go to the carnival, and you stand in the spinner, and when it spins fast enough, you stick to the wall, and the floor drops out. And except for the fat guy, all the rest of you stick to the wall. You don't go inside. You don't all hit each other's head on the inside because you know it's not centripetal. It's centrifugal force. Yeah. Now you put yourself there. You look at the North Star and say, this has been there forever since the beginning of documentation. Draco and the Big Dipper, King Arthur, the swastika has been circling around this North Star since the, the beginning, beginning of recorded time. That's history. A good, that's a good one, isn't it? That, just that metaphor, isn't it? That the, the stars are spinning around. How could they possibly 
How long does it take them to go a whole, whole, whole thing around, Steve, to stars? Is it, is it a year or just every day? Well, it, it's a day. And then, so How's that there work? was the pre-Selenese. So there was a time called the pre-Selenese people. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a sun in the sky. Really? It's called the vapor canopy, and there actually wasn't a moon at the time either. So there was a vapor in the air, and the stars were five times bigger than they were now because they were magnified from this mist in the sky. Now, the sun was there. It doesn't mean there was no sun. It just means there was like on a real cloudy day for us, Mm. right? It was super cloudy day. You couldn't see it. So what they could see in the day is the stars. This is why when you look at the zodiac, you say, well, when the sun's up, how do you know where the zodiac, how did the ancients know that Aries was here, right? At night, you can see, at mm-hmm. night, you can see where they all are. Mm-hmm. How did you know at 12 o'clock uh, today the, the stars were here? Well, they could see them because they could be seen and not the sun. So they, and they were on stars, shars, the old calendars were on daily rotations of Draco the Big Dipper around Daily, the stars every day. Hmm. That's hmm. why they get the calendars wrong. They think the Egyptians and the Mayans and the and the Sumerians, they think, oh, well, civilization got blown up twelve thousand years ago. You're like, no, they were on daily rotations. They weren't on annual. So it's not twelve thousand years ago. It's twelve thousand day turns. Then these calendars start to come into sense. The only thing they could see was the stars Hmm. then they had the vapor canopy collapse which we call the great flood then you could see the sun and also when you look into the pre-selenites the selenese s-e-l-e-n-e-s suddenly the moon appears we didn't have a moon there was no moon so people used to be star worshippers which are the the irish and the finnish the jews the hebrews the jews the real the real hebrews and jews <laughs> suddenly you have the moon worshipers the goddess worshipers right you're like well why did the world's religions change from star worship to moon worship well there wasn't a fucking moon and imagine when the moon in a vapor canopy was five times bigger than it was now imagine you look up at night and the moon was five times bigger and the stars you're like how did the, how did the ancients map out the pleiades where when you and I go outside right now and look at the constellation Taurus over his shoulder, you can barely see the seven sisters of the Pleiades. You can barely see them with the naked eye. With a telescope, you can kind of see them. Well, how did the ancients map out even smaller star systems than that? Well, they were five times bigger. Then there's this moon, and oh, my God, everyone's like, this is the new god in the sky. You're like, yeah, so imagine the moon five times bigger then the vapor canopy collapses, and the sun's finally visible. The sky's how, how long ago was this? When sun. how long ago was this when they did the whole vapor thing and they couldn't see it? How long ago do we know? Well, yeah, like twelve fifty BC for the children of the sun. The sun twelve fifty B and twenty two something BC for the the moon. Yeah. Wow. So people are wondering, how come we have the Jews, the star worshippers, and then we have the goddess worshippers of the moon, and then we have the, the, the Jesuits and the Catholic Church and the sun worshippers? It's because, why would you, what would you be worshipping? You'd be worshipping what you see in the sky, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. What else would you be worshipping, like a frog in, in the pond? <laughs> you would, you know. 
right? You know what I mean? What would you be worshiping? You'd be worshiping what you see. So, uh, going back to the North Star, if all you saw was the stars, you'd be st a stellar cult. So, and if all you saw was this giant moon, you'd be a lunar cult, which came next. And if all you saw finally was the sun, you'd be the children of the sun. The children of the sun, which came right after the Ogasian flood. Kind of makes sense. So, back to the stars, um, back to the North Star. You said it's always been there, and so now today in 2023, how long does it take for the stars to take one? circle around so they're back in the same spot okay. yeah, one day okay so and it did that too yeah and so we can look at this and we can see that the stars are going around us so my question is and maybe this would help people who are still on the fence of globalers if we were spinning around the sun at 66,000 whatever and then the whole thing was spinning yeah. around the, the Milky Way and the Milky Way was spinning around this, whatever they say it is. How could it possibly be that these stars would be in the same place every night, every day? Never. Never. It, not it's not even possible. Not even possible. Not possible. Not even the next day. Not even the next day. And more importantly, you have to say, how is it the zodiacal sciences mm -hmm. would now we have astronomy apps, which are computer-driven. Right. So now we can say, okay, uh, Virgo is up there, right? But when you look in the sky, you see the sun. And maybe in the summer, you see the moon, right? You say, like, in August, you see the see sun me. and the moon. Do you see anything? Maybe sometimes Venus. Do you ever see a star in the sky? During the day, sometimes, don't you? I don't know. I think so. One or two. Do you see all of them? No, no, you don't see all of them. But every now and then, you can see right. a bright one, yeah. Mm. Right. But the ancients built a zodiac showing you where those things were all day long, oh. all day, every day, and they, you can't see them. Oh. How? How did they do that, right? Now we have a computer, so you're left with two options. Either they had computers, <laughs> which is possible, which is possible. Possible. Or, right, that, that is one possibility that they had a technocratically advanced civilization with computers. Or... They didn't see the sun because of the vapor canopy, but they saw stars in what we call the daytime because the vapor was letting them through, but not the sunlight, mm. which would bring into question what is sunlight, what is moonlight, which we talked about before. Yeah. Whole layout, right? But mm -hmm. see, how did they make a zodiac without computers that knew exactly that Virgo would be there in August and this and that when you and I to this day can't cannot see it. You can't see even it. Even with a telescope. Can't see it. This leads us into a great question. Uh, thanks for having Steve on. This is from Sharon. So is it true that all cultures before this something happened with the flat earth and the globalists that they all cultures believed in a flat earth with a firmament? Is that true? They were teaching this up until the 1930s. And I saw a woman, really? I saw an interview with a woman the other day who was 100 years old, and she said, yeah, we were told that Earth was flat when she was a kid. Is that right? Really? In the 1920s. Yeah, she was told in the 1920s the Earth was flat. And I've, seen, I've read stories in England where the Jesuits came in in 1935, and their teachers were trying to teach flat Earth. And this town in England ran the Jesuit teacher out of the school because they're like, it's not fucking round, it's flat. Like, this this really? stuff isn't even as old as you think. This was common knowledge into the 20s and 30s. You mean back in 1800 and 17 and 1500s, people believed this was a flat plane? They knew this. They knew this. Really? Yeah, they were taught this. 
this isn't as old as everyone thinks. Ah. We're told the Jesuits brought this in in 1560. Yeah, exactly. No. no. They tried to bring it in, and it, no, the, the old belief was still here in the 1900s, hmm. 20s and 30s. This isn't as old as everyone thinks. It only took three generations to brainwash oh, everyone. Yeah, I guess you can do the whole schools and the, and the astronomy classes and the uh, um, universities. You can fix it all in a few few generations, right? Boom, done. There are newspaper articles in the 30s talking about the flat Earth. I've got a no biochemistry kidding. book here from the 1930s saying, well, it's the Earth is probably going to be found out to be flat. And the potassium chloride will explain the ice wall because it uh, generates immense heat, cold mm-hmm. in the Arctic seas and the and the arch of it. Like, you know, this was normal <laughs> knowledge in the 20s and 30s. Well, they did it's it pretty, totally- pretty quickly, huh, man? They got us good, didn't they? Quick. Phew. Well, three generations of brainwashing and boom yeah and now we have this fight now there's also like you're saying because what well, we talked about to bring this full circle back okay. to reality right yeah if you come up like we all did in this jesuit brainwashing program mm-hmm. you'll see flat earthers and ball earthers which which will get back to the shows you've been doing recently right mm-hmm. you will never a flat earther will never get a ball earther to believe that the earth is flat, no matter how much never evidence not. they show. Just can't do it. Yeah. And the reason they won't is because the other one's mind is set on it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And you know this yourself. When you meet a flat earther, they admit they were a ball earther. Yes. And they know the ball earth argument very well. A lot of times when a flat earther talks to a ball earther, the ball earther doesn't even know the actual science behind their argument. They cite it, right? They cite the argument, but they don't understand it. Whereas the flat earther understands because they were one once, and, and the flat earth knowledge made them question it and look into it. Mm-hmm. Flat earthers, just mo- most of them, there are some bullshit flat earthers too. Like, don't get me wrong. There are some retard fucking flat earthers out there who haven't looked into any of the science. There are, there are, I'm not going to deny that. But the, the real good ones like Dave Weiss and the other ones, they know both sides of the argument. And, and so they're, and they admit, they say, I was like you, I, right? But the real vehement sticklers to the ball ones, they don't even know their own argument. They they know the they can regurgitate what they were told in school, but they don't logically know the argument and the flaw the fallacy behind it. Do you see what I'm yeah, saying? I understand. So I understand. they will never come over and now again we get into if you spilled your coffee, <laughs> did the guy in India see it, right? Yeah. If the ball earther will refuses to look at the information you're presenting him as far as he's concerned it's not flat because he didn't see it do you see what i'm saying i totally get it you see when we bring this full circle you have two coexisting realities because that guy don't want to don't want to look at it just like the guy in india didn't see you spill your coffee that guy don't want to understand that someone lied to him for 30, 40, 50 years of his life and made a fool of him. Nobody wants to do that. So now you're stuck with two people with two totally different perceptions of reality. What? Fighting each other. Online, you can see. Yeah, that's like, that's what's fighting. crazy. Yeah, I want to get beyond that. 
Okay. Steve, I'm going to do a quick little break. Stay right there. Steve Falconer, you can check out Steve. All you got to do is Google up or DuckDuckGo up Space Busters and you'll find him all over the place. He's got a whole bunch of great videos. He uh, um, got all kinds of stuff that you can find. It is Space Busters with Steve Falconer. If you care to join the show, 888. I can't believe we haven't had any calls in here. Uh, a lot of folks were interested in this, but who knows? People are shy. 888-663-6386. you have a question or comment for Steve, Patrick, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. We uh, make a living here, and we are very uh, honored to be able to make a living by promoting various products that we have uh, been promoting for 15 years. We have things like molecular hydrogen, um, saunas, surthrival products uh, from uh, uh, Daniel Vitalis, uh, Shen Blossom products from... Um, Brandon Amalani. We have uh, great products in the form of uh, oh these these guys here. Air Doctor, wonderful air purifiers. If you need one of those, if you want an air purifier, we have a Pearlseum, which is a uh, great Pearlseum product to brush your teeth. This little guy here. This is a wonderful. Um, EMF protection device it works on the cells in the body and helps the body to not to deal better with these EMFs that wear everywhere and then we also promote a good friend of mine Fred Dashevsky in the real world of money his um, website is US Coin Capital 800-878-2646 we talk a lot about the money stuff if you um, believe that uh, some Goofy things are happen, will happen, more will happen with the money deal. It'd be a good thing to have some gold and silver coins. And he's the guy to do it. 800-878-2646. And then what we've been doing of recently, because our, our product sales have really fallen off the cliff in the last year, just kind of slowly declined. And even though our listeners are, are staying steady or going up, uh, in some places, um, the sales have really just gone away, and there's a lot of reasons for that, I guess, inflation, and people are just having a hard time. So if you'd like to support what we're doing, all of our content is wide open to every one of you, 15 years of audios on one radio network, all of the videos that were up on BitChute, and all of the content, 15 years. If you'd like to help keep us going, you can do it with a monthly donation, come up with whatever number you want, and just go to the donation tab on One Radio Network on the website, or also the hot link below the uh, the video on BitChute. You can see the hot link under there to don donation. You can do a one-off donation if you feel like you get value with the shows that we do, and you want to exchange some of your value. The only thing we really got right now, besides um, you know, cryptos that we don't uh, take, is um, dollars. That's it. So. Share some of your dollars, such as they are with us, on a monthly donation, and we'd be very honored if you'd want to do that. Okay. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Dr. Jennifer Daniels will be here next Monday, which is the fourth Monday of the month. Right now we're talking with Steve Falconor, and this is OneRadioNetwork.com. If you'd like to be on the show, 888-663-6386. Email Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Got a flew a few kind of uh, cosmology truth questions for Steve Falconer of Space Busters. Is, um, really love it when you have Steve on. 
I don't understand where the stars are. Do, do we really know? Could they be on the other side of the firmament? Cabillions of stars. I go out in Texas, so there's all over the place. Are all of the stars that I look at, in your opinion, Steve, underneath this firmament that we believe is there? 